Buchanan came to Philadelphia and asked Eagles fans, missed me yet? Because what happened was the Eagles defense simply did not show up against the Arizona Cardinals. And despite the best efforts of the Eagles offense, it was not enough. And the Eagles drop the game to the Arizona Cardinals and what is very likely going to be the final home game of the year at Lincoln Financial Field. Welcome to the Birds Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. Philadelphia Eagles drop a heartbreaker to the Arizona Cardinals, 35-31. to 31. The Eagles, basically over the course of this game, were dominated by the Arizona Cardinals in pretty much every statistic. And it wasn't really a case of the Eagles' offense not showing up to play. The Eagles' offense actually was not all that bad. The Eagles' offense had 275 offensive yards in total. Uh, 184 of them came through the air. 91 of them came on the ground. That's probably the most concerning statistic of the offensive statistics because the Arizona Cardinals' run defense is the worst in the league. Jalen Hurts, 18 for 23 in the passing game, 167 yards, three touchdowns. He did have one interception, which uh, was on the Hail Mary that ended the game. And again, the Eagles came out and they scored 31 points. That should be enough to win the game, especially when 24 of them are scored by your offense. There was one defensive score. It was a pick six by Sidney Brown, ran it back 91 yards. It was the only defensive highlight of the game because the Eagles' defense in this game, absolutely abysmal. It was mediocre in the first half. The Cardinals got into Eagles territory on every single drive. The Cardinals didn't have to punt the ball once during the game. The only time the Eagles denied the Cardinals points was on that pick six by Sidney Brown. But the Cardinals came in and they gave the Eagles a masterclass at how to run the football consistently and to incorporate that as a part of your broader offensive strategy because the Cardinals offense ran the football and controlled the pace of the game really for the entire game. The Cardinals had 449 offensive yards. 221 of them came through the ground. 228 of them came on the pass. And the Cardinals won the time of possession game by almost 10 minutes. 39 minutes, 39 seconds to the Eagles' 20 minutes, 21 seconds. But that paled in comparison to the number that was at halftime. The Cardinals were dominating the time of possession game at halftime by well over 10 minutes. 21 minutes and 48 seconds to the Eagles' 8 minutes and 12 seconds. But even when we're talking about time of possession and the fact that the Cardinals are dominant in that, it's not just evident when you look at the time of possession statistic in total. It's also very evident when you look at the length of the drives that the Cardinals are having because the Cardinals only had eight drives over the course of this game. Their first drive was 7 minutes and 46 seconds. That's the first one that ended in the field goal. The interception pick six drive was three minutes and 52 seconds. Their third drive, the one immediately following the pick six, took nine minutes and 54 seconds. It was the Cardinals' longest drive of the game, ended in a field goal. The first drive following the halftime break, six minutes and 18 seconds. 
five minutes and three seconds following that, 429 and then 201 for the one that ended in the game-winning touchdown. So if you want to understand the disparity of how this game got to be the way that it was, there's your disparity. It's the fact that the Eagles were unable to get off of the field and the Cardinals, at the end of the day, were able to march down, maneuver down the field and able to dominate and able to take ownership of this game. The run game was consistent. The run game was very present, and the Eagles had no answer for it. James Conner was the Arizona Cardinals' leading rusher. He ran 26 times for 128 yards. The last time the Eagles' defense allowed a single rusher to have a 100-plus yard rushing game, you have to go all the way back to November 3, 2022, when Damian Pierce got 139 yards on 27 carries for the Houston Texans. Cardinals scored four touchdowns in the second half. They never punted the ball once. They never turned the ball over beyond that pick six. They never had a three and out. They never had any of that happen. And the Eagles made Kyler Murray look like he was a standout player. Kyler Murray, 25 for 31, 232 yards in the air, three touchdowns through the air. Again, the one interception, 116.7 passer rating. When it came to the passing game, the Eagles had no answer for Greg Dortch or Trey McBride. Greg Dortch, seven targets, seven catches, 82 yards. Trey McBride, seven targets, six catches, 48 yards. Michael Wilson, six targets, four catches, 35 yards. Wilson also had one of the three touchdowns that were scored through the air. The other scored by Michael Carter and James Conner. We talked about James Conner and his 100-plus yard rushing game. Also factoring in there, Mike Carter, seven carries, 61 yards. Kyler Murray had five carries for 24 yards. And Rondale Moore had two carries for eight yards. So the Arizona Cardinals were able to use a lot of weapons in the run game. The Eagles struggled making tackles. The Eagles struggled getting off of blocks. The Eagles just struggled. They were manhandled. They were pushed around in this game. And that is not the kind of defense that Eagles fans want to see. The Eagles once again allowed a 50% conversion rate on third downs. The Cardinals were 5 for 10. And the play calling change that was made last week with defensive coordinator Sean Desai being stripped of play calling responsibilities instead having them given to Matt Patricia, the Eagles' defense gave up four straight touchdowns in the second half. Those are unacceptable numbers. And the Arizona Cardinals knew that they were able to really have their way with the Eagles' defense because what they did was they onside kicked it at the end. They didn't have to. They could have kicked it and given the Eagles the ball back deep in their own territory, but they gave it to them with the ball at about the 40-yard line because they would be able to get the ball back, and they had full confidence, as rightly they should have, that the Cardinals' offense was able to march down the field. So again, the Eagles' defense is really the unit here that deserves the most blame for this loss. Again, there were some questionable decisions by the offense, especially with the frequency at which the Eagles ran the football. Most of that coming because the Eagles were trying to do what they could to regain control of the game. The run offense was only able to get those 91 yards against the worst run defense in the league through 16 weeks. There were some bright spots again on the offense. 
predominantly because the defense really only had the one highlight. Julio Jones got two touchdowns on the game. He had both of the Eagles' early touchdowns, both of the Eagles' first-half offensive scores. The last time that Julio Jones did that, you have to go back to 2020 when he was on the Falcons when he had a two-touchdown game. So Julio Jones making an impact in this game, keeping the Eagles in it for the most part. Dallas Goddard also had his own touchdown, which, again, is really, really impactful here. A.J. Brown targeted five times, four catches, 53 yards. Dallas Goddard actually was the favorite target of Jalen Hurts this game. Six targets, five catches for 47 yards, including that one touchdown. Devontae Smith, three catches on five targets for 30 yards. Kenny Gainwell got in the mix there, but he also got into the passing statistics because of a little bit of creativity that the Eagles showed against the Arizona Cardinals with a little bit of a lateral by Jalen Hurts that resulted in Kenny Gainwell being able to connect with Devontae Smith. So the Eagles throwing in a little bit of trickery there. I like the creativity being incorporated into this. Apparently, according to Zach Berman of All Philly Sports Network, this was a play that existed under the Shane Steichen era, just was never used. And this was something that they tried actually a little bit in training camp. But again, this was a debilitating loss for the Eagles. This was a absolutely disheartening loss for Eagles fans. But what's equally frustrating about this loss, too, is that the Eagles once again went into halftime up by two scores. The Eagles were on top of the Arizona Cardinals 21-6 to at halftime. And they blew that lead pretty quickly, going scoreless through the third quarter, where the Eagles have been shut out repeatedly over the course of this season. It's very difficult to win games when you're only showing up for 45 minutes of them and the game is 60 minutes long. And it was a loss that really should not have happened. But again, the Eagles defense here is really the unit that deserves the most blame for this. And it's the unit that needs to go back to the drawing board the most. So the Philadelphia Eagles, at this point, their season at Lincoln Financial Field is over. The Eagles have one more game in the regular season. They head to the New York Giants to face off against them in their second matchup of the season. But barring an absolute meltdown by the Dallas Cowboys against the Washington Commanders, which, let's be real, probably is not happening at this point, the Eagles will be locked into the number five seed. They will be a wildcard team, and unless something miraculous happens in the playoffs, the Eagles are very unlikely to host a playoff game. So the Eagles have some work to do. they got to do whatever soul-searching they need to do to be able to to rebound off of this and get hot again going into the playoffs because otherwise it's going to be a quick exit and Eagles fans are going to have a long January. But as always, let me know what you think about the comments below. What are your thoughts about today's loss? Are there any bright spots you can take away? What do you think the Eagles need to focus on the most as they head into the playoffs? Let me know. And thank you so much to everybody for tuning into the Bird's Nest podcast. You can support the Bird's Nest podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube, as well as by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. Please visit birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you feel so inclined to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below, as well as at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please have a happy, 
healthy, and safe new year as we move into 2024. And let's go, Eagles. <laughs> <laughs>